0: Yeah, so fall into cheese this is our theme, and uh, it was not hard to find things that I wanted for fall. I was going to say
1: it's not hard to find cheese I want to fall into, either. Right, the like big C I fall of with cheese.
0: cheese, fall into cheese, all sorts I of things. Fall on the
1: couch with cheese.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Curdcast, the podcast for people who like to eat cheese. My name is Jen Mason, and I'm your host along with my guest co-host. Julie Fay fan Balser Hi Julie
1: Woo I love cheese
0: <laughs> Julie this is our fall into cheese board And um, it's very fallish outside. There are a lot of leaves that I need to rake up. I was going to say, that's very kind of you. It feels very winterish
1: to me. It is a little cold. you know, I'll accept fall. We kind of slammed from summer into winter with a brief.
0: Right? Isn't it funny, too, that we've got all these friends from the south. So we're out of Massachusetts, and uh, all these people who, like, come up here to experience the cold um, is always kind of funny. So uh, this was a fun one to put together because um, this is like, you know how you sometimes change your wardrobe and you're like, all right, time to put the shorts and the um, summer dresses away and time to pull out all the sweaters. Mm -hmm. This is kind of what happens in the cheese case at cheese stores. So we don't really pull anything out, but we might stop carrying burrata. Burrata. Um, and not because we don't love it, but because less people ask for it. So it just sits there and they want to be warm and melty and cuddly and cozy. And we think of, you know, for recipes, things like gratins and, um, and maybe fondue season and, you know grilled cheeses it's time for soup like a tomato soup and a grilled cheese are great um so what you're saying is this is this is uh cheese to cuddle with this is your cuddle cheese yes um so these are all cheeses for us that really fall into they fall into our two different categories friendly and flexible which has cheddar and goudas and our smooth and melty which has cheese that's called an alpine cheese basically cheese in the Swiss family, uh, the Gruyere cheese family, uh, things you put in fondue pots. Um, things I put in
1: fondue pots right. and, as you taught me, raclette, and even fancier yes. version of fondue. And we have a
0: raclette on this plate today. You do? I do. Oh my gosh. I do. So let's start with our first one here. This is uh, Marike Golden. So this is... Go ahead. I was going to say, I
1: think it's interesting because looking at these cheeses, they all look exactly the same. (laughs) I mean, there's some slight differences. Like I would say like no holes, medium holes, big holes, but otherwise they're all kind of like white blocky cheeses. Yeah.
0: And and to be fair, these all have a rind, which are not great, lovely. I want to eat them. So I cut them all off for us today with Mm -hmm. the rind on. They would definitely look a little different, but this first one, Marike Golden um, this one would also look different because it has a rounded rind, just like a Gouda, because Ooh. it is a Gouda from Wisconsin.
1: Um, and so it's definitely a Gouda then and not a howdah
0: Right. It, yeah, I mean, I would say that's fair, although I believe the maker um, is actually Dutch, so she may call it mm. Um But she took the the traditional Gouda recipe and is making it, this is raw milk, Dude, um I love raw milk. Yes, it's got a vegetarian in it. And this is six to nine months. This is kind of an aged gouda. You're gonna get little uh those little tyrosine crystals. Mm, I'm it smelling Smells it. good, doesn't it? It does smell good. Mmm.
1: Mmm. It really melts as right? you eat it. Like the just the warmth of your mouth makes it feel really melty. It feels really um, I would say almost like thick and rich. Mm-hmm. It's the best way I would describe it. Yeah. Like you definitely, this is not your, like, waxy no cheese. This is, like, a melting mm-hmm. thick, the mouthfeel on it, the umami mm-hmm. on it is fantastic. Yeah, it is
0: the one you want your mouth to cuddle with. Mm. <laughs> it was very good, right? Tiny little bits of crystals. Um And it's just, I mean, it really kind of tastes like, this is what, This is what Marike says, Mm -hmm. that it tastes like a Gouda and a Parmesan crossover.
1: I can see that, because it's a stronger flavored than I think of sometimes Mm -hmm. for a Gouda. I will also say, though, it's kind of, like, it's rich. Like, just thinking about this as a fall cheese, Mm -hmm. like, I almost want a glass of water because it's so rich.
0: Yeah, it is. It's just, it's a beautiful, but it, like, that doesn't say spring. It's, you know, that says fall, I'm ready it does. And I feel like it would pair
1: up. really well with things that are tart. Like mm-hmm. actually, oh, you know how yeah. sometimes you eat, um, like I, oh I don't know if you do, but I have been known <laughs> to eat cheese with pie. Yes. Especially like a berry pie or something that's a little more sour. Yep. And this would be a great cheese for oh, that. Oh,
0: this would be so great with some, uh, even just some berries on this, like making a cheese tray with some blackberries or something mm-hmm. with it or would like be a really great. like <gasps> Yeah. Or mm-hmm. something like
1: that that was a little sour.
0: Definitely. I think that's a good ways to go, and we're going to pair it with some of our other fallish pairings um, too. We'll try that out, but let's try our next cheese. So this one is uh, I'm going to be I'm going to massacre this because I did not take French in school. But the it's, good news is
1: I won't be able to tell the difference.
0: Excellent. So uh, this is this is our raclette. This is a raclette fermier de Savoie. Uh, and this is an IGP. Or it's basically a protected cheese, so they need to follow a specific recipe. Mm-hmm. Protected cheeses. I don't know if you've ever heard. You know that Champagne can only be made in champa- Champagne, yes. uh, regionally. Um, in the cheese world, and I think we talked briefly about this in one of our previous podcasts. There is a recipe you have to follow to be able to make this cheese called this name, a particular cheese called and a particular name. the name of
1: this name. cheese again, sorry, not to make you say it yes. again, but it, so it's from like so a, it is a region of France.
0: It's it's a raclette. Uh, it's made in Manigod, France. France or France. Um, and it's made by the company Joseph Picard. So even though it's a man's name, it's also the name of the company. Um, and... It's a fermier de Savoie, S-A-V-O-I-E.
1: Well, I'm just wondering, for people who don't know what a raclette is, because I didn't know until I met you, and you invited me over to your house for raclette. Yes, forced it upon you. You did, and I was happy to be forced, but can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: So even just looking at this, like, if you play with your teeth with your fingers, it's like pliable, it's soft, it's bendable, it has... Mm, just a little bit of funkiness. Some reclets can have a lot of funkiness, but they are meant to be melted. So traditionally... interesting
1: because smelling it, I did not think it would have a little bit of funkiness, but it does, Mm -hmm. which I like.
0: Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, So traditionally, people would put like a half a wheel in a little holder up by the fireplace, and then they would just let it warm. And when it got all bubbly and warm, they'd take a reclet knife, which is kind of like a... Big flat knife, looks like a stretched out putty knife, and they would just scrape it off onto usually boiled potatoes, some um, corner shell, little tiny pickles. Because um, you can imagine how the pickles, that sourness mm. of the pickles, similar to what we were just talking about, that sourness to go with the, the Gouda, right. the pickles with this and some mustard and some fresh crusty bread just broken off, that is dinner.
1: Sounds delicious, Right?
0: So this is beautiful, and it changes as you, I find Raclette's always taste different when you eat them on a cheese plate than when you have them melted it just mm-hmm. it's like it's got um dual personalities and that i usually like them both like ways a good
1: melting cheese to mm-hmm. me because it was a little bit firm
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yet once you actually got like the warmth of your hands the warmth of your mouth on it yep. it definitely softened up it was rich but not quite as having as much umami as the first cheese yep you know
0: but it, once we melt this and it starts getting those little brown you know like yeah, bubbling so you're doing that <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to come back. Um, but here's the interesting thing, and people who are eating along with us, um, hopefully that have their curd box, um, it doesn't taste anything like this next cheese I'm going to say, which is not really a cheese as far as I'm concerned. But but it has a texture of like a Velveeta, mm. right? If if you can remember back to when you may have had a Velveeta, it's it's I just have ready a to be.
1: Full mo- confession to You've me. never had it. I've never had. Oh my gosh! We're gonna have a Velveeta
0: podcast just for you. I was
1: gonna say you probably met my mother, so you know why she. I grew up in the Midwest.
0: It's like what we eat, but it's but you know, like the reason everybody likes Velveeta is because it melts nicely. Mm -hmm. So you will notice consistency-wise, but not flavor-wise. This has that. This just is begging to be melted. Yeah,
1: it doesn't have crumbly. It has more of a. I don't mean that it is waxy, but it has more of that firm hold together texture. Is what I would say definitely.
0: Yeah, so I mean, this is a beautiful one. Um, It also has a little bit, um, you know, it's it's made by forty five different cows. They're milking in the mountains. They're eating the hay and the flowers. So depending what time, what flowers are out there, this is going to taste a little different every time. Nope, nope, the one we were just tasting. Yep. Um, I just wanted to finish up on that one, but it it's also here is an interesting thing. They This doesn't always happen. It happens a lot with smaller dairies, Mm -hmm. 45 cows and less. But they take the milk from the cows, the milking, and immediately make the cheese with the milk that is still warm. Um, It just like holds onto everything. Nobody, nothing, none of that good flavor gets to leave the milk before they make cheese with it. So that's kind of a fun thing. Sometimes they'll just collect the morning milking and the afternoon milking, and then there'll be enough and they'll just do all their cheese making. These guys are making it. Uh, after every milking so the wow. milk is still warm um all right do you like swiss cheese julie i uh, do you like swiss cheese <laughs> although you know generally i am a creamy
1: funky mm-hmm. but swiss cheese to me is always sort of pleasant yes
0: well hopefully this one will raise swiss cheese up on your level this mm. is uh called cult back le cremeu uh, in our store we also call it Ramkaz. um and this is made in lucerne switzerland um and it's a traditional swiss ramkaz ramkaz means cream cheese really but it doesn't mean like our kind of cream cheese so i want you to go ahead and try this interesting and tell me if it's like any kind of swiss cheese you've ever had before in a texture and no
1: I think of Swiss cheese as fairly plasticky. I mean, right, it's fine, it's pleasant, it's total. But it's like you get those cubes of mm-hmm. Swiss cheese like on a cheese plate, mm-hmm. and they're like kind of waxy and tasty, mm-hmm. a little and salty sour and fine. Mm-hmm. This is um, not <laughs> at all. This is much more. Um, first of all, again, like in your mouth, it kind of melts out. It mm-hmm. doesn't have any of that tensile strength of like being really waxy or anything. Yep. Mm. And then. I would also say it has a slight funk to it mm-hmm. that I would not expect that I love and embrace. Yeah. Yep. Mm, definitely would. If you ask me what kind of cheese this was, I mean, I can see the holes in it, which mm-hmm. is how I recognize Swiss yep. cheese most of the time. Yep. I never would have said <laughs> that it was a Swiss cheese. Yeah.
0: So this one is... It's um, an earthiness that's so nice. It's so beautiful. Mm. And I think some of that, I don't think, I know some of that is coming from um, the way it's aged. So it is aged in 22 million year old caves. What? That have a natural cold stream running through them, um, which is where it gets its name. So Kaltbach, mm-hmm. K-A-L-T-B-A-C-H, means stream running through it.
1: Interesting. It has like almost a truffly flavor to it because yeah. it has that earthiness. Mm-hmm. I really, really like that. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is seeing... It right up against the other cheeses. I can see that it's slightly more yellow. Mm -hmm. And the other ones are slightly more white. But again, like all three cheeses, to me look identical. If you put them together on a cheese plate, I would think they were the same Mm -hmm. cheese. But they taste so different.
0: Yeah. Can you? Do you have a favorite? This is a hard one for me to pick a favorite because I'm like, I like this one. Wait, no, I like this one. No, I wait, I like this one. I
1: clearly am going to have to try them again in order to pick a
0: favorite. You definitely should try them again, and we will. um, Do you want to go into pairings and then we'll start matching them together? Okay. So, um, so anyways that is a beautiful cheese um, made in swiss it's the alpine style i'm using air quotes alpine meaning it's in that family with swiss cheese and gruyere it's it's those traditional cheeses made in the mountains in the mountain regions we have alpine style here though there's plenty of alpine style cheeses coming out of vermont it's it's a recipe is traditionally known as Alpine style. So, let's... Does that mean like it was
1: made in a hurry on the Alps while you were like coming down or something, as opposed to like a more formal kind of method?
0: So, I mean, there is Alpage, mm-hmm. which means really made in the mountains. So, like... Heidi oh. and
1: her grandfather? Yes.
0: It's like Heidi and the grandfather. So, um, when it's a true Alpage cheese, uh, and sometimes... They will, a cheesemaker will make a true El Page cheese during the summer and then the cows will come back down and let me explain what it is first. So at the end of spring, as it's just starting to warm up and and the roads or the paths are not too muddy and all that good stuff, the family um, will walk all of the cows up into the mountains. And this is not just a walk. This is a walk with these giant cowbells that are probably like the size of a milk gallon jug. Um, They wear headdresses. The cows wear headdresses. The people, the cheesemakers, will wear traditional dress. It's a big deal. There are bells on the cows. It is, we are going to the mountains. And the people that stay in the mountains are like the guy manning the cows, maybe a helper or two. And they're up in this house, hut, building, it's all different for everybody, but they stay up there all by themselves. They make cheese, they, they milk the cows, they make the cheese, they milk the cows, they make the cheese, they milk the cows and they make the cheese, and then they bring everything back down in September. And the reason they do that is because the hills are alive with really beautiful grasses and flowers and, and everything, and, and it lets the rest of the fields rest um this is the story of Heidi in case you were one right yeah so a true alpodge is made up up in the mountains not just in you know you know above sea level mountain places so an alpine style is usually made in the mountains it could be in the valleys of the mountains but usually that's it's up higher it's where there's places for the cows to to eat grass and hay but an alpage, a true alpage. they also go all the way up and live for the summer up in this little tiny um, self-sufficient little hut or house. So cool. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk pairings. All right. So our first pairing is a cracker. I think, is this our first cracker? Um, uh, Did no, didn't
1: the we have crackers last time made from, like, the, Yes, like, we had the Brewer's leftovers. Crackers. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay, so another cracker. Um, and this one is made by Partners Cracker, and this one is Everything and More.
1: It looks really good. Right? It's, like, has lots of little colors in it. Does Everything and More refer to, like, Everything Bagel kind of seasoning?
0: It's like an Everything Bagel seasoning with a little more. Like, they fresh press garlic to get a garlic mm. juice that makes this, um, makes this cracker. Um, They use five different flowers, six different seeds, pressed onion juice, and an in-house roasted garlic. Um, And then they bake it slowly. It
1: looks good. It looks like a traditional cracker. It's kind of like palish on the inside with the corners that look toasted Mm -hmm. or the outside edges. It's, you know, been uh, pricked with like a fork or some kind of tool. Mm. And let's
0: see the taste. Okay. And while you see the taste, what I want to point out, the package that they come in, everybody's got their package. It's a little package. It's a little... um, package of crackers, but I want people to think about these things when they're building their own plates in between their monthly boxes. This was a plenty of crackers for this... You mm, know, it says she's woman
1: pla- owned on the back. Yes,
0: yes. So, um, this woman, uh, Marion Harris, um, out of Des Moines, Washington, um, launched her first restaurant and wanted crackers and couldn't find what she wanted so she made them and then this whole business was born. Um, and... I love those kinds of stories, like necessity, creating a whole new product. Um, But what I like about having these little bites, like I'm always telling people, and sometimes it's more expensive to get it in a little packaging, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not the most environmentally friendly But it's also less wasteful, like you might not need a whole giant bag or a whole big box, but you can add variety to a cheese plate with Mm -hmm. little things like this. So this is what we do anyways for our box, so you get lots of little tastes of things, but I, I think this is like a great way to point out, like when you see something like this, you know, grab it. If there's a couple of flavors, grab a couple flavors. You, you can, can taste try. test it.
1: Exactly. If you're a scientist, really, is what I am so a scientist. have to buy every flavor. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I think of it. Yeah. I would say that the flavor of this cracker to me is kind of like a Cars table water cracker, the kind of classic yep. cheese cracker, but mm-hmm. with more like salt and flavor mm-hmm. and like stuff on yeah. it. Does that make sense? Like,
0: I would enjoy eating these by themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to enjoy eating them with the cheese on them. But uh, they're they're delicious crackers. Yeah, I just would say like own.
1: they're a neutral in the same way that the car-stable water crackers are. But they also have enough flavor that you could eat them by themselves. Yeah. That you don't need something mm-hmm. else. But they will, um, instead of just being in service of whatever's yeah. on top of them, <laughs> they will bring their own something to the yeah,
0: table. Definitely. Um. All right. So um sort of a quiz what else do do you think about when you think about fall foods what other
1: um what do i think about i think about like soup and pumpkin Mm -hmm. and like thanksgiving foods like cranberry sauce Mm -hmm. and turkey and bacon and like everything sort of warm and cozy and
0: like meats good job all right good we're gonna get to some of those things so our next thing Um, What I think of uh, is always pumpkin. Mm. I mean, uh, even if it's just for decoration, I'm always thinking pumpkin. We just had Halloween. So we have some really delicious pumpkin seeds. Now, I'm all for the pumpkin seeds, um, you know, roasting them after we've, we've carved our pumpkin for Halloween. But these guys, these pepitas, are so delicious. They come from a company called Super Seeds. They're not too far away in North Haven, Connecticut, and these are maple sugar sea salt.
1: They're sweet. That's the first thing I was like, oh my God, they're sweet. Right? Well, these beat the pants off the pumpkin seeds that I've roasted before.
0: Yeah, I, usually I burn them when I do it.
1: Well, mine usually, what we do is like they you put salt on them, but mm-hmm. this has like,
0: mmm. But they're not they're too sweet. sweet. It's like,
1: no, they, nice. they capture that sort of sweet things. If you're a person who likes that kind of sweet and salty, mm-hmm. That's sort of what this is, yeah. and it definitely has a. Um, it definitely has a flavor that lets you know that you could throw it in a salad mm-hmm. to add almost the, mm-hmm. the way you would like as a candied walnut mm-hmm. or something like that, you or how also I use so it on ice cream.
0: Yeah, I think um, the ways you would you might use um, toasted pine nuts. I might use these as well, like on some roasted chicken, or so it's like I just you're right on ice cream. I think they'd be delicious. Um, they they're nutty. Um I don't know. I I really love these guys and I think um it's nice to bring pumpkins onto your
1: Hm. Mm, they almost, plate. To me I barely taste the pumpkin. I more taste mm-hmm. like the sweet edge of things but Definitely. it's not sugar. It's a different. It's almost like vanilla. Mhm. Do you know how vanilla yeah. has that vaguely alcoholic kind of taste to mm-hmm. it? Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like that's what it feels like to me when I eat it
0: yeah um well it does have it has very very few ingredients it has shelled pumpkin seeds by the way i also like that um the pumpkin seeds are shelled organic sugar maple sugar real vanilla extract and unrefined sea salt that's it there you go. i'm tasting the, Drop vanilla. the
1: mic. i'm tasting the vanilla
0: i like they have a little picture on the back that says look no seeds no shells Oh, I mean. that's
1: cute
0: so um yeah so those i think are are really a fun thing again if you look at our cheese plate, they add a different visual texture to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, different
1: you're... color, certainly. Mm-hmm. and like And also, I assume, a different mouthfeel. Because thinking now back, I'm excited to get to the pairing. Because, <laughs> because I think the creaminess of the cheese. So you can eat more cheese. cheese. Uh-huh. Well, yes, yeah, so I can eat more cheese. But also <laughs> the creaminess of the cheese with the,
0: you know, sort of like um, crunch texture of yeah.
1: the papilla is going to be an interesting mix.
0: Yeah, So I think we should move on to our next one so we can start pairing. And we're going to have to start pairing with this because the next one is a jam and we need to put it on something um, or you just eat it straight out of the jar. I just
1: want to say whoever made this is so smart because there are a few words on the front of it, but the word that is the biggest. Bacon. 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 <laughs> you had me at bacon.
0: <laughs> so I love this. This is from um, TBJ, the bacon jam. Um, company and it is a sweet chili um, bacon. This has sort of um, a smoky bacon flavor. It's a little sweet, but the tiny bit of sweet of chili in there sort of helps keep it from being cloying. So why don't you go ahead and dig in? I don't know, put it on put it on a cracker maybe, on a and cracker. give this a try. Here we go. Yeah. So now we're pairing pairings with pairings. Yeah. So this pairing, it, this um, jam is really great on a grilled Ooh, cheese.
1: it smells really good, <laughs> even though I rubbed it on my <laughs> nose. Right
0: into her nose. Mm. Right into her nose. That's great. Mm. So, um, yeah, this is good on a hamburger. OMG. It's good on grilled cheese. It's I feel like on... that would be good on my finger. Can mm-hmm. remember? imagine a, an egg sandwich in the morning with some of mm. that on there?
1: That is so good. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, take a spoon and, like, eat it.
0: That's why I said you could just eat it with a so spoon. I'd have good. to get another spoon.
1: <laughs> would you though? What if I promised you eat the whole jar?
0: Then well, it would be fine. No, that wouldn't be good because then I wouldn't <laughs> have <it>. any. <laughs> but I other think that than would that, be fine. All right, so um, beautiful, beautiful jam in
1: the box. Wow, Boom. Boom. nice. So well, good.
0: we should see what you like even more. Mm. Oh, by the way, other ideas for this besides eating it right out of the jar: put it on the sandwich, put it on a pork chop, like bacon, bacon. That was very meta. That'd be really good. Um. I like that on a ham sandwich. Yeah, with I see that you could use it
1: with, like, for a sandwich spread. I think you mm-hmm. could use it certainly, like, as a garnish mm-hmm. with all kinds of things. It feels like a chutney. It's really rich. Yep. That bacon flavor comes through beautifully. You could certainly, um,. I think even because it has some sweetness Mm -hmm. in it, which is really nice. Like, you could use it in a place that you might use fruit. Like, if you were going to bake ham with pineapple, you could use this instead. What about this on a baked
0: brie? Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Don't die. Don't (laughs) die. That sounds so good. Right? Let's do that. Okay. We'll have to get together again, get and uh, I'll get two jars. You can eat one by itself, there and we'll put go. one on a brie. Okay, I'm ready to. Do right. this with cheese, go for it. So, what? Um, pair one, away. One? What do you think? Let's, Let's try. You, uh... What is this? The golden. That is the Marike golden. Marike
1: yes. golden. We're just gonna slather the yeah. biggest. Oh, and I of didn't say the the right.
0: um, the jam is from Westchester, Pennsylvania, uh, which I love. Just uh, hanging out in the.
1: That was a fine combination. Like those together, right? They don't fight each other,
0: which is mm, nice. That's good. I'm
1: gonna try the cracker with the marigay. I us see.
0: I'm gonna try the marike with some seeds. Mmm.
1: Mm. The cracker with the marigay actually was really good because I think the bacon jam is so strong mm-hmm. that it did overwhelm the marigay a little bit. Mm. It could have been also the amount of bacon jam that I used. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, that was. You a had like party. a four to
0: one ratio there. Okay, not You know,
1: you know science, mm. science. I wanted to see what would happen.
0: <laughs> so, that jam.
1: It's good. It's good for the soul. I feel like
0: there is no bad cheese in this box, but you know how you could make bad cheese good. Mm. Slather this jam all over it.
1: I feel like I can do a triple
0: pairing. Mm-hmm. Cracker. Yep. Uh, the.
1: The raclette, which is that one—it's mm-hmm. the French name that I can't pronounce.
0: It's the fermier de Savoie.
1: And then a little bit of bacon jam. Nice. And we have a magical triplet. Mm. I could probably get a papita in there too if I really tried.
0: Yeah, and if you had like a baguette, mm. and you spread a little of this bacon jam, and then melted, used like we have these tiny little raclette machines, and you just melted the raclette and just. Let it melt over that. Mm, that sounds delicious. Mm. Oh my god, this
1: would be so good in grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Also, I would love to take some onions and like oh, roll up some onions, mm-hmm. mix it in with that, and use it oh, in yeah. like a sandwich or something. That would be amazing. Yep. I actually feel like you could put this, um, mix it with some balsamic vinegar or some other stuff to make a dressing out of it. That would be so Yeah, like a hot bacon salad. dressing on
0: a spinach salad. Hot yeah. bacon dressing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: okay, I'm gonna try this Swiss. What nice. is the name of this Swiss again?
0: That is the Kaltbach Le Cremeux. So
1: it had some funk. I'm very Mm -hmm. curious how the sweet of the pepitas and the funk
0: is going to work together. Yep. Let me know what you think. I'm going to try it with some of the cracker. Mm.
1: The sweet bites the funk so that if you had somebody who didn't like a funky cheese, you could pair it with that and they really wouldn't notice the funk, I feel like. Yep.
0: That is a great secret to pairings is you either pair like together so that's great if you like both things mm-hmm. if you pair opposites together and again opposites you don't want them to be like one has no taste and one has a lot of taste because you'll just lose them i don't mean no taste i mean very subtle taste because you just won't ever taste it but if two things um both come to the table uh like a sweet and a sour that's my sweet and sour on all, all at least American Chinese menus um, those things play really nice together um, and so I think that's sort of the secret when people don't really like blue cheese we drizzle honey on it and they're like mm. this is amazing or we serve it with a little chocolate or we serve it you know my
1: mom saw an post on your Instagram mm-hmm. where you had blue cheese and honey mm-hmm. I think And she was like, that's what I'm having for dinner. Oh,
0: nice. And she loved it. One dinner recommendation at a time. (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) That's great. Mm,
1: I think I just had my favorite combination. Okay, which which one was Which was a triplet, which was the uh, Everything and More Cracker Mm -hmm. with the TVG Bacon Jam. Mm -hmm. I was proportionate this time. I just did a schmear. (laughs) Uh, And then the Golden... What is it called?
0: Marike Golden. Marike so it's, Golden. It's a Marike Gouda, but because it's aged, it's golden, like golden years. That
1: was delish. I want 25 more of those.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, I'm going to go into the kitchen and cut oh, some more. Oh, remember
1: those things that you made that were like mm. potato wedges?
0: And mm. they were really good. And they had
1: like goat cheese or something on oh, them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and sweet potato. You could potato. totally do bacon jam with that. And yeah. that would be amazing, too. Yeah.
0: So I'll tell you what I just did was took a uh, sweet potato and cut it into. Uh, all, you know, all down the length of it. So I had, like, basically sweet potato toasts. So long, um, sweet potato-shaped, thin pieces. And then I roasted those. Um, and then I served goat cheese and a beet uh, marmalade on it. But this would be... Oh, and then you could put a little bit of the um, the seeds on top, too. Pizza. That would be really, that could be yummy. Yeah,
1: I love it when things are flexible. For me, I think, like, some things that I really like about this box is it feels super flexible. Like, everything kind of pairs around together, which is really nice. And there are a lot of ways you could have it, either by melting the cheese or keeping it whole. The bacon jam can kind of go with the cheese or with Mm -hmm. the meat. It can go, I mean, actually, it would be really nice to have a sandwich that was, you know, cheese, bacon jam, the whole thing. I just This, to me, feels like... Uh, a very, very flexible, easy box that could either be just as a cheese plate or mixed in with, like, your regular everyday cooking eating.
0: Yeah, I, I, and do and you get the sense of, like, what fall cheeses are? Like, when I started this, does it fully make sense now?
1: I'm ready to burrow into this box and cuddle with it and, you know, and watch some good uh, Hallmark movies.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. Um, and now that we've tried everything, do you have a favorite mm. cheese?
1: I think it's the one that's name I can't remember. The Marika Golden. Yeah, I get
0: that right. Yes, you did. I got it right. <laughs> Excellent. It only took you three, or minutes. four tries. And <laughs> why? Why would that be your? So
1: I like the Marika Golden. I think mostly because of the mouthfeel, which is sure. I would say the flavors on all of the cheeses this time are so good and so great. And I really love the funk on the Alpine one, but. For me, the slight one out is I've always liked cheeses that have that slightly granulated thing. I tend to like yep. raw milk because I like a lot of flavor. And I think raw milk almost always leads to a ton mm-hmm. of flavor. Yeah. Um, and again, just like the, the disintegration is the wrong word. But the way that it comes apart in your mm-hmm. mouth to me, I mean, I think that the pleasure of... Part of the, an enormous part of the pleasure of eating, let's put it that way, is besides like the smell and like the social and all that kind of aspects of it, is the actual mouth feeling. Mm-hmm. When in your mouth, how it feels and sort of interacts with your palate. And for me, that hits so many different buttons. Mm-hmm. And it is, I would say, it is the cheese that I would most want to eat just by itself. It is also the cheese that I am most likely to put on a cracker and mix with bacon jam and throw a papita on and mm-hmm. you know rub all over my body.
0: <laughs> That's a whole nother <laughs> bath <laughs> spas <laughs> with cheese uh, podcast. We'll look into that. You know, a
1: facial scrub with cheese. Oh,
0: that would be great. That would be so great. Well, everybody, that wraps up another box of cheese um, with Julie and I. Um, if you want to follow Julie, you can follow Julie at What Julie WhatJulieAte. You can follow Curdbox at Curdbox and our store, Curds and Co. at Curds and Co. And uh, feel free to give us a visit. Follow us on the podcast. You can subscribe now and get all the latest ones as they're released, but you can also get your very own curd box in December 2018. We are going to start shipping curd box to a small local region: Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and Vermont. You are the first people to be hearing this, so uh, if you've been wanting to. Eat along, but live too far away from the store. Now's your chance. You can go to curdbox.com and sign up and get yours now. We'll see you next time, Julie, for another box of curdbox.